All right, give me give me three minutes right quick. I just need to run right quick. I'm gonna jump off you guys. I don't know a thing about Shazam, so it's good. It's really good. Go see it. So okay. Ryan, you only need the, the trailers are the trailers right? are not selling you the movie as it actually is. Right, Carolyn, do you like the Goonies? I haven't seen the Goonies since 1985. Do you like E.T.? Yes. Do you like Gremlins? Yes. Do you like Superman Part One? No. Oh crap. Well. Scratch the other ones. <laughs> go see Shazam. It's like a combo okay. of those movies. <laughs> I'm gonna go Brandon. see. I'm gonna go see us again. And then yeah. And sneak into Shazam. But it doesn't come out until April the fifth, though. It it was like they had special previews uh, yesterday. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye, Brandon. guys. Bye. Bye. Brandon, you only need the people who've seen Shazam, right? Y'all can uh, hang out for the the non spoiler part because I actually want to tell y'all about the movie because I feel like the movie's not being marketed properly. So I want to kind of sell you guys on the movie and then we'll okay. get into the spoiler part. Give me two minutes though, right quick. I'll be right back. Okay. It, I was surprised how good the movie is. You mean Shazam or us? Yeah. Shazam. Shazam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I thought it, you know, there are parts where I thought it was cheesy or a little corny and it does mm-hmm. kind of give you that 80s kids movie vibe. Mm-hmm. Like Goonies or Big or something like that. But it is... It is. It might be the best DCEU film. Really? Okay. I was nervous. I don't know a lot. I remember Shazam, you know, growing up, but it wasn't like my like my favorite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was kind of nervous because it was this adult actor playing, you know, this kid within an adult's body, and I was like, this could go wrong if 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 it's not balanced just right, it's not going to do well because. The only actor that I knew who could do that was Tom Hanks because he has like a boyish kind of energy spirit. And I was like, okay, Zachary, you, you get, you don't mess this up. And from everything that I've seen, you know, in terms of the trails, I'm like, okay, all right. He's captured like the use, all of the, like the body language and, and the facial expressions and the energy. He, he's got it. He's got it. He does. Um, it's, I don't. Mm. That, that good, huh? Okay. It's, it's, it's really good. I mean, it's, it's not a perfect movie, but it's good. And Mark Strong, like, mm-hmm. as a villain, mm-hmm. like, they don't, he doesn't have a lot to do after they establish him, mm-hmm. but he is just so strong in the role. Is he the, he's like bald? Is he bald? Yes. Because I just saw a scene where either the villain throws a punch or Shazam throws a punch, but Shazam stops it. Like he puts his hand up to stop some sort of blow or a punch or whatever, and it doesn't work. He's like, "Uh oh!" He looks like, "Oh, okay." Yep. Yeah. It looks it looks a lot of fun, and I like um from what I saw because I haven't seen I've only seen like things on online. His friend kind of knows who he is. He knows that like this big adult is really like his friend or his is it his brother in the in the um, foster home or his friend. Both. Both, Both, yeah. And it's kind of fun for to watch his friend do the um the test, the flight test and the strength test and everything. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That looks like a lot of fun. All right, let me go ahead and get started back up again. Why is it that every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know, 
Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. Film, TV, and music news, discussions, and reviews from a multicultural point of view. In addition to our Say Something Nice challenge, in which we challenge each other to say something nice about the best and worst in pop culture. Be sure to check us out at SSNpodcast.com and on all social media under the handle at SSNpodcast. Our show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, TuneIn, and wherever else great podcasts can be found. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and Stitcher so that more people can find our show. Thanks, and here we go. Hands, lightning from my hands, lightning from my hands, lightning from my hands. Hello, everybody, and welcome <laughs> to the Say Something Nice podcast. Okay. <laughs> right. You gotta you, make sure you put the music underneath that, Randy. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm trying to avoid uh, contraband music, so I'm trying to get us onto other platforms, so I can't do that, I thought, I thought you weren't going to try to spoil anything. It's the eye of the tiger, it's the thrill yeah. of the fight. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not really a, I'm trying to sell you on the movie. <laughs> Good job. I'm sold. Oh, so to the woman in the corner for three cents. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Come on, auction block. Um, not auction block, auction near. We don't do auction block. We are, we are, we are free now. Uh, <laughs> thanks for, hi, Beth. Oh, wow. Welcome to the Safe the Nice podcast. Today is Sunday, March 24th, 2019. And I am here with Ken. Hi. Ali. Hello. And Coffee Light Sweet. Hey there. And because, uh, Fandango did a pre- preview paid screening for it. We are here to do an early review of the latest film in the supposed DC, <laughs> DC Extended Universe, even though it's basically its own movie, and that's the good thing about it. Shazam! Now, if you've been listening to this podcast, you guys will know that the Shazam characters are my, it's my favorite comic book ever since I was a kid, and I've been wanting to make a movie my most my definitely my entire adult life and most of my childhood and everything and I thought they would never actually make it or if they did it would be terrible um I was so goddamn wrong how about that um it's not a spoiler I mean because we're gonna get into our uh, me and Ken's reviews and everything but so like they started doing preview screenings for Shazam a whole month early and I was like, oh. <laughs> and they let them start doing social media tweets a whole month early. And all, so of like all the bloggers and stuff. And everybody's like, it's great. It's amazing. Um, uh, Peter um, over at Slash Film. Even Ken, your girl Grace Randolph. I watched her <laughs> review yesterday. You have no idea how good Shazam is. And she spent the last two years clouding the fuck out of this production. <laughs> And then I'm shocked you you read a review from Peter Serretta of SlashFilm.com? Because he said it was, listen, everybody was like, it's good, it's good. I was like, you people don't even like Superman. How do you like Shazam? Is it movie that good? It's that good. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> so. It'd be like, it's not, even, it's not even like, oh, they did something right good. It's like, no, this is actually good and stands on its own merit good. Yes, it is. So. 
They had previous screenings at 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock yesterday, Saturday, the 23rd of March. I bought tickets for us for both, and Kim came to the 4 o'clock show with me. And I was supposed to go to the 7 o'clock show with Ali, but Ali, he had car trouble. And so I had we I went down to go and like I helped him out, pick him up and everything. So we didn't get to see Mo. We saw the end because like, I mean, Ali's hung around me. He's read the comics. So showing him the end isn't really like going to break anything. Also because there's a character that I wanted to show him who's in the movie and he got to see that and now his life is complete. Um, <laughs> at least for now. All right. But yeah, so me and Ken, we're going to give our reviews and then we're going to do a different review, hopefully with more people when the movie comes out. Um, the weekend of April the 5th. So, Ken, uh, you go ahead and go first. Get, uh, like, just like with us, like a non-spoiler letter grade review for Shazam. Okay. Wait a second. I'm about to sneeze again. About to sneeze again. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless you. Bless go. you, Ken. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so my thoughts on Shazam. Um, number one, Shazam was a much better film than I thought it would be going into the theater. Uh, it... It, it, it's like if Big and Deadpool had a baby <laughs> or like, you know, the 80s, like, you know, with Deadpool, like the humor is not as adult as Deadpool, mostly, um, but it's got a great sense of humor. It's got a great sense of pacing and action. Uh, and all the actors in this movie do a great job of, pardon me, selling it. And I don't know who I like better, whether I like... What's that Dylan Grazer, Flazer? What's his name? Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Freddie Freeman. Yeah, he he really sells it. So does Asher. Asher um, Angel from Andy Mack. Asher Angel. Um, actually, I didn't like Levi as much as I thought I would, but he still does a good job playing um, Shazam. Um, but Asher Angel does a great job of selling, you know, being a punk kid, but also being in, innocent and, and vulnerability at the same time. Um, same thing with Jack Dylan Grazier, who actually considerably could be, could be, I guess he, like, he wouldn't be like, I guess if it was like your awards, which I know you wouldn't go up for, he would be like the uh, uh, supporting character, but he's really co-lead in the movie. Yeah, because he has more screen time than anybody else, because he's, because as yeah. the best friend, he's there when it's Levi and when it's Angel. Right. Um, and I can see what, and the thing, one thing I, I liked about this movie is, you know how you see a scene in the previews and then you see it in the movie. It's like, yeah, 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 I know this is. They, Shazam manages to make the scenes that you already see look better in the film and then in context. Yeah, I'll get to that when, you, when I get to my review about the marketing um, and how the marketing has not been good. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't. Um, and overall, the story, it, you know, they did. And I kind of appreciate that they didn't give a lot away. Um, but I can see how that's also a problem to sell the movie. Right. But there's, a, you know, there, you, know you got to find the right balance. But, you know, the overall story is great, even though they swap out, like, they take the story basically from the comics, the, the new origin yeah. of uh, Shazam. There's a, uh, um, like, a, like, like, there's a new collection out that basically reprints it. What it is they're basing this on is Jeff Johns and Gary Frank did a new origin of Shazam for DC Comics in 2012-2013. They broke it into chapters and printed it as like the in the back of issues of Justice League for a year and then put it out as its own book in 2013. And it's basically like a start from scratch revamp of um, Billy Batson and Shazam. Yeah. But it's, it's a great look at the character. Um, I thought, and audiences, you're going to fall in love with Darla. Yes. Um, she is just the perfect little black girl. Yes. Um, it, you know, even, even, and I wish some of the other, like, 
So in the movie, um, Billy Batson, he, he's living with a foster family, uh, a multicultural foster family. It might remind you of that episode of Family Guy where Stewie got adopted <laughs> by what looked like the United Nations. It's kind of like that. Um, but And I wish more of the characters had screen time, but anytime they're on screen, all of these kid actors really sell it. Yes. Um, you know, it's kind of like, even though they don't really have, m- most of them don't have a story arc, um, they do kind of get, you, know, you at least get a feel for who the character is, maybe some of their motivation and the same energy. Um, and also, I don't want to give anything away. Um, but overall, I don't, I don't want to go any further in it because I haven't really prepared anything, but I will say I will give Shazam uh, B plus only because there are some parts to me that were a little corny or, you know, probably the jokes didn't quite hit. And there are just some things where I feel like in the middle of the movie, it kind of dragged just a little bit. Uh, but beyond that, it's an excellent movie. Everybody should try to go see it. All right. As for me, I will give this an A minus. Like this movie is better than I thought. Like, because the thing was, I was low-key jealous that they're making it. So I thought maybe one day I would get to make it myself. But they did things with this movie that I would not have had the balls to do. As far as, like, character and, like... The thing is this. It's a quote-unquote superhero movie, but it's not one. It's an act... Like, the title of this episode it will probably be Shazam is an actual movie. Like... Black Panther is better, but the way that Black Panther is an actual movie and not just a superhero movie, like, it's about something, so is Shazam. Like, Black Panther is about, you know, about, like, royalty and about the responsibility of Black people in the diaspora across the world and everything. Shazam's a little bit simpler. Shazam is about family and what family actually means. And... My and I'll, I'll give my own synopsis of the movie. Like I, I consider a non-sports synopsis because I don't feel like the traders are doing that very well. Later on, I'm, I'm a little bit, but like the movie, the emotion. Uh, the movie focuses more on the characters as people and the emotions and their connections and everything, and the character <laughs> development of Billy Batson and Freddie Freeman, and also of Doctor Savannah as well. There's superhero stuff in it, you know, especially towards the end, but most of it is character building things like. It's about personality and fun and jokes and scares because Dr. Savannah, you know, basically becomes a serious threat. There's a sequence in the movie that earns its PG-13 rating. (laughs) Um, And like Ken said, all the kid actors are actually really, really good. And like, I like, I actually did like Levi like better than I thought I would in the part. And I appreciate, because I was concerned about this, him and Asher do feel like they're playing the same person. Mm-hmm. Through a combination of direction, the actor's abilities, and the editing. Because the thing is, Asher Angel is a Disney Channel star on Andy Mack. And he couldn't be on set all the time when Levi was filming his parts. They were only on set together when he had scenes like they were, they were in the same scene for reasons that, of course, I, I'll need to explain to people who don't know anything about Shazam. But they made that dual role work very well. Come on, you better have continuity between actors like Moonlight. Yes, uh, and like like Kim was saying, Faith Herman as little Darla Dudley steals the show in every scene that she's in, and she's in a bunch of them. Uh, and like I really appreciated that you know they gave her plenty to do and like develop her character because like I've read some complaints about people who from the comic books who don't like the new characters you know because they sort of kind of like didn't have the, the page time that the really and the new series is fixing that the new ongoing series but like. The, everybody's doing a great job. The reason I'm giving it an A minus, 
Um, this movie was made on like half the budget of the other DC films, so it doesn't quote unquote look as good. Like it looks fine, it looks great, but like you know, it's me. I can tell you know sort of kind of where the CGI was a little bit off here and there and everything. And the that third act, the third not, not even the third, the second act, like the late second, the, the scenes in the mall. Some of that, some of that was a little bit off. But like the and the the end battle, while it's great and like a whole lot of fun, it does go on. I think about three minutes too long. It's a little long. Mm-hmm. Like um, it could. I heard it could have been cut by fifteen minutes. I don't know about fifteen, but like maybe like five. <laughs> um, I mean the movie overall. Yeah, they definitely cut some stuff out already from things that I knew that they shot. But like mm. overall, like. It's a really good movie. It's right now, it's at 95% of Rotten Tomatoes right now, which makes it, it's probably going to either stay in the high 90s or low, or low 80s, so it'll be up to Wonder Woman as far as critical acclaim, which I never thought I would see for a Shazam movie. Uh, it's the first movie they've made without Zack Snyder involved in any way, which is interesting. And it's also, it's not even a Warner Brothers production. Warner Brothers is releasing it, of course, but it's produced by New Line Cinema. Mm-hmm. Who, because like we explained in our Shazam thing, which I put out a, a revised version of just the other day, New Line Cinema has had the rights for decades. And even though they were bought by Warner Brothers, basically, because of the Golden Compass flopping, they held on to the rights. Like I think it's because Shazam was such a low-priority character for, for DC Comics. They were like, you can make the movie, we don't care. He ain't Superman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like they were left alone with like the little smaller budget said do what you want and they did and it's like oh, this is actually good <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so A minus and let me give my own synopsis of the movie to sort of kind of sell what it's about so somewhere in, in a dimension connected to our own is an old wizard named Shazam who he is the last of a council of wizards who basically were trying to keep the world safe from the seven deadly sins of man who have like who are impersonated as monsters that are kept like locked up in statues at this dimensional place called the Rock of Eternity. He's about, he's thousands of years old and about to die. So he's been searching for the last 40, 50 years for a successor, somebody who is pure of heart and strong in spirit to take over his power. So he's been basically kidnapping people and, like, uh, you know, like, um, bamfing them to the Rock of Eternity at random. And one, wow. one day in 1974, he takes a little boy named Daddy Savannah and brings them in, thinking he might be a person who could be, potentially have the power. But, but like, these sins, even in their statues, find they can easily control Savannah. And so... The wizard banishes him back to Earth. He's like, you will never be worthy. And like, and so this the little kid, Savannah, he's about like nine, I guess, or so. He's like, he's like, no, let me back. There was a wizard and everything. His dad and his older brother in the car with him, like, what are you talking about? And they get into a bad car accident. And the dad ends up crippled. And so, like, like the rest of like his life, like the um, this kid grows up to be a grown man who's been trying to discover magic and he finally finds a way back to the back to the rock of eternity and he a lot and this time he realizes that since i'll never be good enough then i i can't have your power take the next best thing he frees the seven sins and they give him like this super this high level of power and the wizard in sort of desperation keep tries to send out for more candidates and hits upon this 
um, this runaway kid named Billy Bassin. He's 14 years old. He's been running away from foster homes for years because he lost his mother when he was four. They were at the, at, at like a, a winter carnival and they got separated. He got basically ended up in foster care. So he's been trying to find his mom for all these years. And he ends up being placed with his foster family run by the Vasquez's, played by Cooper Andrews from uh, The Walking Dead and Martin Milans. They have five other uh, kids in there um, who they're taking care of. Uh, Mary, who's the oldest, who's trying to go to college. She's sort of like a bookworm. Uh, Freddie Freeman, who's this nerdy kid who's obsessed with superheroes. Uh, Pedro Pena, who's like the, like um uh, like um a uh, husky kid who's like quiet and shy, not very good in school. Eugene Choi, who's like a video game nerd, basically, and Darla Dully, who's the youngest, a little black girl who she loves everybody and everything, and she talks all the time because she says silence makes her uncomfortable, and uh, I think Eugene said, and she is never uncomfortable. And so even though these kids are nice and the family's nice, Billy doesn't want to be around because they're not his real family. But he does take up for them. And at one night on the subway going home, Billy gets taken to the rock. The wizard says, like, I mean, like, you're not purely pure of heart, but I'm about to die. You're my only hope. Um, and so he gives Billy his power. So whenever Billy says the word Shazam, he becomes an adult superhero. And that's how Astro Angel and Zachary Levi switch out. He gets struck by lightning and turns into Zachary Levi, says it again, and he turns back. But, like, it's a really... What I was surprised about is not just the movie's actually funny and works as, like, a comedy, but as a drama piece. There are some very greatly acted emotional moments in this movie. Some things that even somebody who I consider myself to be an expert on these characters, that they changed a couple of things on purpose that threw me for such a loop that I was in shock in the theater. In a good way, in a great way. Like these the things theme? that strengthen the themes of the movie. Like I think everybody should go see, even if you don't like superheroes, you'll you I think you'll still enjoy this. And like I think that's all the spoilers I can give. All right. So I've I've already said a whole lot too much. So we're gonna go ahead and talk to spoilers. Uh Ali and Coffee Light Sweet haven't seen the full movie, so they are going to leave us at this point. Okie dokie. Thanks to you guys so much for joining us. And I hope after when the movie actually comes out, we can do, we'll can we do another review with everybody about their thoughts and stuff because I want to do that again. All right. Brandon also, yes. Brandon also, um, Coffee Light and Sweet had a couple of questions though about oh. the movie. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I just saw. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I yes, I, was, I wasn't sure because um, I wanted to, you know, make sure I was in order. But I'm not as familiar with this character, um, you know, and I really, what do I need to do to prepare or do I need to do anything to prepare for this movie? Do I need to do homework? Not really. The movie sets up everything you need to learn about the character. And it's all pretty much more or less true to the spirit of the comic book, if not the exact letter. Like, I mm-hmm. wouldn't, because if you wanted to read anything, mm-hmm. there is a compilation called Shazam, The Greatest Stories Ever Told. That one is the mm-hmm. best one to get. I think it's I think it's on Amazon, like in used copies for like $11. Mm-hmm. Anything that they're marketing that is close to the movie is probably going to be too much of spoiler territory if you have it, if you don't know anything about the characters. Like so as far as comic get- book stuff. But you could walk in cold and just all the thing you walk need to, in- Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
only thing you need to know is that it takes place in the universe where all these kids and people know that superheroes actually exist. Like Superman and Batman are around, Wonder Woman, all of them. Oh, so so a superhero is an everyday thing. It's not a, a phenomenon. It's like, oh, right. yeah. They're like, they're like okay. basically like celebrities, more or less. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. And one, just one final question. The, like for the movie Black Panther, he was coming to take, you know, to ascend the throne after the death of his father and mm-hmm. take care of his country. And that was kind of like his mission. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. What would you say for the Shazam movie? This is someone who is defending what what is the mission of this character in this movie? It's supposed come- it's supposed to be that he's supposed to um, protect the world from eat by like, like dark magic and from the seven deadly sins of man. Okay. But he's a teenager and he might need to have the Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility um lesson hey he has to learn. That's basically it. That's helpful. Yeah. Okay. That gives me a frame. All right. Excellent. Thank you. All right, no problem. And where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Coffee Light Sweet. And you can also uh, find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Audio Oasis Storytelling. All right. Thanks, uh, Coffee Light and Sweet and Ali for joining us. Thank you. Bye. 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 And that's it for the non-spoiler portion of our Shazam early review. Don't miss the spoiler part. We couldn't help ourselves of our Shazam early review, which will drop on April 5th, the day the film comes out in theaters in the U.S. Be sure to check us out on all social media under the handle at SSN Podcast. And also you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else podcasts can be found as Say Something Nice Podcast. You can also find us at SSMPodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Say Something Nice Podcast. This is Brandon, and we'll see you in a couple of days.